Add all the glasses. I got a basketball drone. Just got basketball glasses too. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. That's that was the best. That was pretty good. I, I didn't hate that. I dig that. Right. They are nice glasses. They, they told him they fit his face pretty well. Thank you. They are. They're just to filter out blue light. But I didn't want to buy the shitty like twenty dollar ones from Amazon that have like the like yellow tint. That's what I got. Oh yeah. So I bought these were seventy dollars. Yeah, I got mine for Ooh. seven. They look like the glasses that you wore in chemistry class. It's very much what they look like. Ah, uh, okay. I'm not. I'm, I'm when, not gonna... uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say when I was in high school, uh, uh, I played baseball, and one of the guys that was on my team, he had glasses that came with lenses for like literally every kind of day. So he had like a purple one, he had red ones, yellow ones, and they all went with like based on what like how the weather was and where the cloud patterns and shit real science for baseball glasses <laughs> but uh it was a blast putting them on at the wrong time of day <laughs> it, you became a worse player if you wore them incorrectly oh god it's interesting i don't want to know how much he spent on those oh i'm sure they weren't cheap all right boys let's jump into shit okay let's get into it this Jumping week into shit welcome oh, back y'all want to have any yeah. fun and easy banter no it's fine you know it's fine no, let's just do it let's just do it let's just do it you do just okay anyways um welcome back y'all this is episode 112 of n b yay peaches and cream boop 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ice cream, you know what I mean? And cream. Crushed it. Pieces and cream. Oh, look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. I am your co host, Jay Keyless. Coming to you from the West Coast. Introduce yourself, I hate sir. This I, I, hate this I hate it. I honestly, truly. It's, you're going to like this a lot more. It's Nikki Keyless, aka Shea Butter Alexander. <laughs> That's good. I like that. AKA. Will Biddy Biddy Barton. <laughs> oh, shout out, to, shout out to Selena. Yeah. Um, Selena. And, That's how they say it in the movie. <laughs> Selena. Uh, and uh, coming to you live-ish. Not live, but you you see him. Uh, he's wearing some new glasses and got a fresh cut. Introduce yourself, sir. Hey, it's Tad, a.k.a. Louis Vuitton Munson. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. A- A.K.A. Michael All of the Candy. <laughs> okay. The Louis Vuitton. That's that's well done, sir. You finally Thank did you. it. You you hit it. Hey, I had a few. I've had a few. All right. Um, in the spirit of Christmas being next week, would we like to do a Christmas name pun off? Would we like to try a little Christmas sure. name pun off? All right. Ready. Christmas um, name pun offs. Go. Um, Mary Stackhouse. Okay. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that great. <laughs> uh, Jolly Old Saint Nicholas Batum. Worse. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Drew Holly Jolly Christmas. <laughs> Day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're terrible. I, I had to finish it. I had to finish it. Oh 
man. <laughs> I'm crushing I it. like this, though, because I remember in comedy sports, they're like, when you got to do these punt-off games, if you can't come out, someone's just got to fucking, like, fall on the grenade and do whatever comes to my first. Hey. goes for it every time. I don't fuck up. I don't oh, fuck around. man. Milk and cookie Blaylock. Nice. Ooh, okay, good, okay, good, 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 good. I like good. that. Go, go. Somebody else. Nikki, what you um, got? Shit, I can't think of one. Uh... Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph. <laughs> that, hey, I didn't hate that. That was better than you. <laughs> that wasn't bad. That wasn't Randolph. bad. Uh, we gotta, um, there's got to be something better that we're we're missing. Also, like, oh, no, I was gonna say Rudolph Hachimura. Rudolph the Red Nose Hachimura. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's bad. That's bad. No. Uh, oh, come on, come on, come on. Uh, um, I got a good one. Go for it. Rakeem Christmas. <laughs> Too much, dude. Um, I mean, that's just his real name. That's I, I'm aware. Um, oh, God. I'm trying to do something with Hanukkah. <laughs> that, that's a hard one. Um, uh, uh, Is there, are there any... Um, see. I'm trying to think of one from like Mistletoe. It's got to be well, one from Mistletoe. You can do... Uh, Dreidel green instead of Draymond. Oh, that's great. Dreidel like green. That. I like it. I like it. I like it. Oof. What else we got? What else oh, we got? it could be Seth the Halls. Ooh, I like that. Seth the Halls. That's good. That's funny. That's good. Um, oh my God. Come on. Um, uh, uh, a little, uh, uh, little Andre Drummond boy. <laughs> a weird Andre one. little. It should have been oh, I mean, Andre that was, that was, Little Drummond Boy. That was, was, was pretty good. <laughs> it's weird. Pa pum pum. Pa pum pum. There's got to be one more. There's got to be. Let's get I one got, more in. I got to get one more. One more. Come on, guys. We can do it. I'm going to lay off because I've had a lot. Mm. Mm. Christmas, y'all. It's got to be something for presents. What the fuck? I really want one with Gilbert Arenas, but I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. I, I, you know what's funny? Because I was thinking, uh, I am just got to be like an elf on a shelf type thing. Oh yeah. And Gilbert Arenas as an elf on a shelf would be interesting. <laughs> Although I guess uh, technically Nick Young would, no, not Nick Young. Um, D'Angelo Russell would be more like an elf on a shelf because he tells Santa all the bad things he did. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's oh, 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 oh. Mal, come all ye faithful Brogdon. That's it. That's it. We're that's done. It. That's it. That was great. That was great. Welcome back, y'all. This is NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. Mostly we just talk a lot of shit. Thank you all for your patience over the last couple of weeks. With the holidays, I've been traveling. People have been busy. Schedules have been crazy. We We're apologize. sorry. I was traveling. It was tough. I, I, was, I wasn't I doing don't. shit. But we would like to formally wish or uh, swish you uh, a Merry Christmas. If you Let's will. go. Swish That's you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Pretty sure we used that one a couple of years ago, but fuck it. Let's do it again. Um, yeah, and also apologies for the YouTube viewers. I got a little backed up on some of the videos. We've since caught up. Uh, actually, no, we're one episode behind, and after this episode, hopefully I get it out on time, and we'll be right back on time. Um, so thank you for your patience on that, but we are back for another episode of NBA, guys. And we're going to start the podcast off with a topic that probably would have been more uh, suited to last week, but it's fine. We're here now. Uh, David Fisdale, guys, he's out of New York. He got uh, fired. 
The New York Knicks are currently 7-21 and and decided to can Mr. Fisdale as it's clearly his fault. Um, two questions for you guys. Question number one, and we talked about this a little bit on our last episode where we talked about whether or not David Fisdale was going to make it through the season. He did not, so spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert. Question number one is, will David Fisdale coach again in the NBA as a head coach? Yes. Probably. I didn't I, I think honestly, so. I'm I'm going to be completely transparent here. I do not care. <laughs> like David Fisdale is just so not even relevant to the problems that the Knicks have. Like yeah. He he's just not even a blip on the problem radar for the Knicks. Oh, so, for sure. Will he coach again? Maybe, maybe not. I just, uh, I just, I just don't care. I did see a meme on Instagram where they were like, so David Fisdale is going to get paid for the next two years by the Knicks. And also he gets to spend the next two years getting paid like the head coach of the Knicks not working at all and just getting up to hang out with his hot ass wife. It's a, it's a good, it's a good life. I don't know if the listeners have ever seen David Fisdale's wife. David Fisdale's wife is gorgeous, like stupid gorgeous. Um, now I got to Google that. You got to Google yep, I'm, it. I'm, I'm way ahead of you here. I guess I may as well just like pull it up on the screen since we are doing YouTube. Let's just pull it up here. David Fisdale's wife. Natasha Sen, married in 2014. Sure. Oh, wow. She's That's what gorgeous. it says. I, it, I didn't see the pictures first. It literally just Ooh, said the thing. Oh, boy, she thick. <laughs> God. God. Ooh, we thick you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Ooh, we wish you a Merry Thickmas. There oh, it is. Man. There it is. Uh, yeah, David Fisdale's wife, very attractive. Um, very pretty. Yeah, he's doing all right, man. He's doing all right. Here's the thing. Not a super good-looking dude. Must have a hog and a great personality. <laughs> um, he's got a fucking wrench. He know? must. He must because he looks like a very, very normal, oh average guy. It's just a regular everyday. Why is he at the Avengers premiere? I know. I just saw that. It's so weird. Um, I'm into it. I'm into it. His wife is very attractive. Stephen A. Smith has a, good, a lot of mention to that. It's a good costume. It's a good costume. We've got another. Yeah. Good he's got another. a nice man purse. In any case, she's very attractive. So he's going to be oh, literally one of the searches after like beach, age, coach, Instagram. Her name is attractive. Classic. <laughs> uh, I, was looking, I was looking for okay. uh, dude. Sure. You, you ever oh. notice how like when you search for like a celebrity, you don't search so-and-so naked. So and so nude. That's fair. you know what? That's a good point. I wonder why we do that. Nude yeah. is because nude is like a little more tasteful. Mm. You know what I mean? Does, mm. yeah. Despite it's, despite the nature of the, of the instead of the very sure. dirty and filthy thing you're doing. But sure. yeah, one hundred percent. Like I'm just trying to see some titties, you know. But like, <laughs> I'm just saying, nude is way more tasteful than naked. I mean, you're right. You're right, man. Well, guys, uh, I think we can all agree David Fizdale's wife is hot. Um, he yeah, has nothing no to way. do. He's not going to get another head coaching. There's just no way. So here's the thing though, like he, so his first head coaching job with, um, with Memphis, he did really solid in his first season there. Well, he did okay. He did okay. a little over 500. They made the playoffs. 
Um, and then the following season, they started off seven and twelve. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and you had to take that for data. You did have to take that for data. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, his, yeah. Um, no, no, he's, he was, they were the seventh seed. Sorry, I just wanted to, you know. Oh, yeah, okay. the following season, he got into it with Marcus Saul, which pretty much like ended his career in Memphis. Um, he was seven and 12 when they fired him, so it was like it was very early in the season, but he was just not getting along with Marcus Saul. Um, many of the players, though, like it came out when Memphis, like they were super disappointed by that because a lot of guys liked playing for him. Um, that being said, in his two seasons in New York, again, to Tad's point, he has he has nothing to do, neither good nor bad, with the success of the New York Knicks. No, they're just terrible. I mean, they're a terrible franchise. But honestly, though, given um, David Fisdale's track record here, um, allow me to say, oh, brother, this guy stinks. There it is. I mean, like, he's not a good coach. Their rotations were bad. I, I understand he's not set up for success, but, like, in and either case, stinks. In either case, no. Things. But you can still run decent rotations and, and play. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I truly, I don't care. I don't I, care about David Fisdale. I do care about David Fisdale's hot wife. Um, <laughs> but I don't care. I don't care about the fucking New York Knicks who are trash, are a trash franchise and will be until James Dolan dies. Does he have kids? Does James Dolan have kids? I don't know. Who would procreate with that guy? Uh, I would. He's a fucking billionaire. I just, you know, dude, hell yeah. I'll have your kid. I mean, I, I, it's physically impossible for me to do so, but my point is I'll have your kid. You're willing to try. Yeah, man. Look, break me off a piece of those few billion dollars. Hell yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say break me off a piece of that billionaire, Jake. And I was uh, like, well, okay, we're going for it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I just, um, I just, I just want the, I just, no, I, I just want the money. Yep. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I, I tend Colin to. Colin is married and lives on Long Island with his wife. It does not say that he has kids. I don't know. I tend to side with Nikki. I think David Fizzle gets one more chance in the NBA. I mean, he yeah, is. I think he is a guy. He is a guy who other NBA players have very high opinions of. Um, and that helps. Yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, Dwayne Wade always had a very positive opinion about his. Like, Mike Conley was a big fan of his. Marcus Saul and him did not get along very well. But there were a lot of other guys when he got fired in Memphis that were really bummed. Um, people have a high opinion of him. So I think that uh, I think that he gets one more shot in the NBA. And if he lands with a non-shit franchise, I think he can, he can finally get the shit together. Can you share? Can you share the link that I just, I just posted in the chat? Oh, good Lord. What are we share the screen. Super Jack's son. Oh, damn. This is James Dolan's son? Yeah. Are you, are you trying to tell me that this is his son? Yeah. Bam out of that, bio? That's all I read out there. What's yeah, happening? Bam out of bio. It's loading, bro. It's loading. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. They kind of look the same, too. God, that guy could throw Charles Oakley out by himself. No way. No, <laughs> way. no, 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 man. Charles Oakley, number one, is a scrapper. Charles Oakley got old man strength. <laughs> and I Charles Oakley's gotta be what in his his like fifties, right? Yeah. Charles Oakley Easily. definitely got black granddad strength. Oof, man. Hundred percent. That's a real thing. Wow. It, it's a true it's a thing. They talk about it in the fucking in the boondocks. For, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Yo, man, I gotta rewatch that show. R- I love that show. R.I.P. John. Hey, R.I.P. Pops. R.I.P. Yes, R- 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 John Lewis, man. Um. Anyways, Knicks suck. They fired David Fisdale. 
I don't know what they expected. That team sucks. We've yeah. talked about the Knicks far too much over the last couple of weeks. So let's move this is on. Way too much. To- I, it honestly is astounding how a team so bad we talk about them. ESPN talks about. I mean, I understand they're in the biggest media market on planet Earth. Yeah. But at the same time, just can't we talk about something else? They stink. They stunk. I honestly know the Knicks being good for like three years of the 28 that I've been on, almost 29, that I've been on this planet. So the almost 29 makes it worse. They stink. They've always stunk. James Dolan is a fat drug addict who should sell the fucking team. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm upset because fuck the fucking Knicks. Fuck them. And I like the Knicks. That's the thing. I like the Knicks. I want them to be good. Yeah. I'm sick of them. I agree. That being said, his son's buff. He's he's got got a jack son who will wreck riggedy riggedy. I don't like the way you said that. Um, yeah, for the listeners, make sure you check out Quentin Dolan, who is James Dolan's son. Google him. All right, let's move on to the next topic, guys. Richardson is not his real father. I'm very certain. Um, we, can't say, we can't say for sure. I can. He I, is very white and looks a lot like his daddy. He looks um, exactly like James Dolan. It's crazy, except just jacked. Except jacked. Um, all right, Quentin Richardson played for the Knicks. I'm just connecting some dots here. You're not wrong, dude. Um, guys. The Milwaukee Bucks just lost their first game against the Dallas Mavericks in 19 games. They went on an 18-game winning streak, destroying teams, winning at all costs. Just And as we are speaking right now, at the current time of this recording, they are currently beating the Los Angeles Lakers 65-46. to 46. So halftime. Um, yeah, buddy. Guys. I I gotta say I did not have a very high opinion of this Bucks team coming into the season because I didn't love their offseason moves. Giannis has clearly taken another step forward. It looks early on like he is the favorite to win the MVP yet again. I mean, the numbers that he's putting up are redonkulous, like just obliterating Shaq like numbers and also shooting better from three. I mean, this team shooting is better from three than Oh, but then last year, than, this, I was like, yeah, then yeah, like, Shaq, yeah, definitely then Shaq. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and despite the fact that they didn't add a lot of people to this team, the additions that they did make are making a meaningful impact. Uh, Robin Lopez has made a very positive impact. Kyle Corver has made a positive impact. George Hill continues to make an impact despite the fact that Eric Bledsoe has been in and out of the lineup. You know, Chris Middleton has been playing really well. This team is phenomenal. So two questions for you guys. Number one, are the Bucks actually the best team in the NBA? Okay, before Nikki gets to say anything. <laughs> smart, smart. I'm going to say one thing, and then Nikki can say whatever he wants. He fucking told you, dude. He fucking told you. He told you. <laughs> fucking suck it. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki do, you have anything, do you have anything to add? <clears throat> no. Okay. <laughs> Guys, listen. The Giannis game speaks for itself. Dad. That's fair. Jay, Giannis is your father. Number one. I fully expect Numero Uno. I fully expect him to come in that door and start whooping your ass with a belt right now. That's fair. Now M. But he's playing v- a game, so it'll have to be P- after Listen, guys. Listen. I am very P-O-Y. That's also you true. You ain't got no alibi. <laughs> Giannis is gonna whoop you. 
Okay. Nikki okay. Didn't have anything to say. Clearly, has a lot to say. He does. <laughs> I here's what here's what I'll say. You don't 18, get to say anything about <laughs> nothing. Your the, opinion is invalidated. The the only two teams that they played during those eighteen games that were above five hundred were the Jazz and the freaking Pacers. Well, you know what, Jay? There's a lot of bad teams in the NBA. <laughs> I'm and just saying. Oh, and the Clippers. Have, they beat the shit out of the Clippers. Oh, and the Magic. Okay, I take everything back. But here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. During this win streak, they are not just beating teams. They are embarrassing them. I agree. They are, they are literally every night doing this. Oh. Oh. Every night. Wow. Smacking that ass. Wow. Wow. They are every fucking night, dude. Now. Honestly, truly incredible. Now. And that, but my favorite thing though was I watched that Mavs game the other night. I low key the Mavs might be my favorite team this year. They're like great. obviously, They're a fun like, team. obviously love Orlando. Sure. Like I'm not saying over Orlando. I'm just saying I like to pick a team to to like ride with. That know, um that season. clip of Luca speaking Spanish in Mexico City and then oh, following so him up. Good. I watched that no lie like seven times in a row and just cackled like full-on belly laugh it was the funniest fucking thing i could not take it it was so funny um luca man of the people you want to open up in new markets send luca um blake griffin looking around like he didn't have a fucking clue going on might have been (laughs) so good it was so good i mean (laughs) he's got he's got phenomenal comedic timing like i can't wait till he puts out his first comedy special it's gonna be oh i could uh when he retires I hope that I am big enough that I could star in a buddy cop movie with him. <laughs> that is exact. That is the only thing I wish in my life. <laughs> You've got about you so got about seven years, dude. To be a okay, seven, seven years before this. Blake Griffin retires, give me four. Wow, really? Uh, you know what? He has had a lot of knee injuries. I'll give you that, dude. Durability issues, and he clearly knows he's set up for a career post basketball. Oh, for he's sure, going to be fine for he's sure. Kind of, I, and I, I find him. As one of the guys who, yeah, I mean, obviously he's an ultra uber competitive guy. Like, I mean, you don't make it as far as he is, and have, you don't, you, you're not as successful at this level as he is. But he's a guy that I, I don't think, you know, some of the guys they have a hard time walking away. I don't think, yeah. I don't think Blake will have a hard time walking away. No, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, Blake is like one of my favorite players. Anyways, um, neither one of you answered my question. My question was: Are the Bucks the, actually the best team in the NBA? Are they better than the Lakers and Clippers? Yeah, I think yes. so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 100%. I'm still yeah. not there. I'm still not there. They are very good. I cannot wait till the fucking Bucks win the finals this year and Nikki dances on your grave. <laughs> Why do you assume I'm going to die? <laughs> no, I, I, meant, I meant like your take grave. Oh, like got your, it. My, your, your take my, my dead, <laughs> my dead <laughs> opinions. Basically what I meant was I hope – I can't wait till that happens. And then post-NBA finals podcast, Nikki rubs your nose in it. But of course, but of course, I can't. Um, I honestly thinking about it is borderline erotic. <laughs> also, really quick, Dead Opinions, great band name. <laughs> of, hello, hello, Philadelphia. We are Dead Opinions. <laughs> Who's ready to get sad? Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like them. It's a early two thousands emo band. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I look the Bucks Sorry, are. Sorry, mom <laughs> That's good. Way off the That's it's not good. We're we're losing steam. Um, <laughs> I I do think that the Bucks are the second best team in the NBA. I still that fucking Lakers team is good, man. Like they're really good and they're playing good teams. LeBron has been on a, a whole other level recently. Like he has been playing oh, very well. Oh, been, I saw this fucking thing. 
that it was like LeBron and Anthony Davis are like a top five, like historic duo. And it's like, Oh, like that was like Shaq and Kobe. And like, it's like, yeah, fucking no shit. Like how many times have two players of this caliber played with each other? Like maybe seven, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, of fucking course the Lakers are good. Like I should have known better. I but agree. Their, yes. their bench looked very thin. It is. And, but that's, they're playing that's, a lot better than I expected. The, and that's the, what I was about to say. They're playing yeah. better than I expected. But, totally. but, but if the wheels fall off, and I bet they fall off, they're going to fall off hard. Here's why I think they don't. There are a lot of players around the NBA who have contracts that are expiring this year that teams that are likely not going to make the playoffs are looking to offload and the Lakers still have one more asset left that they are at this point probably willing to part with because he hasn't really meshed well with the current roster, and that's Kyle Kuzma. There are a lot of people yes. out there that are still very much big fans of Kyle Kuzma's game. He hasn't quite figured out yet how to play next to Anthony Davis and LeBron James, but everybody knows what he's capable of in his third season in the NBA, and I think there are a lot of opportunities for them to swing a trade for a guy like Robert Covington or a guy like Drew Holiday, or, I mean, there's a lot of different people that they could go out and get with some, like, with some contracts that they have, like throwing in KCP and Kyle Kuzma. Like, there's a lot of things that they could do to bolster up this roster, and we already know that in a couple of months, they're going to get some guys off of waivers, like some vets that are looking to to get some some playoff tick and potentially go for a championship. Like, there are a lot – I mean – Fuck, if you're fucking Memphis, find a way to trade Andre Iguodala for Kyle Kuzma. Like, why wouldn't you? You get another young player to add to that 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 group of, of John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. and Dylan Brooks, and then you shoot off Andre Iguodala, who is still a valuable defensive asset and 3 and D-ish, maybe not the three part so much, but is still an asset to a potential playoff team. Kyle, I think you're dumb if you're Memphis and you trade for Kyle Kuzma. He's a why. He's a prima donna. Mm. He stinks, dude. I, I don't think Kyle. I, I don't think there has ever been. Honestly, has there ever been a more overrated young player in the NBA, other than Brandon Ingram? Than oh, like stop. other like outside that, of Brandon. Ingram. You Brandon gotta Ingram's let you gotta really let well you gotta year. let the Brandon Ingram thing go. Oh, yeah, how good? Yeah, the fucking, the fucking Pelicans are so good. Yeah, that's not on. That's he's he's one guy. The rest of that team is trash. Oh, I'm sorry. Great players carry bad teams. Oh, right. stop! Oh, now with sorry. that shit I'm roster, sorry. LeBron couldn't carry those guys last year. I'll, you know what? Everybody thought Demarcus Cousins was a good player too. Ooh, he fucking stat stuffed on bad teams. Mm-mm. Now get out of here. LeBron couldn't carry those guys last year. It's, it has nothing to do with Brandon Ingram. We'll talk about the Pelicans later in the episode. LeBron but. couldn't carry those guys last year, and he had Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram stinks. He stinks. No. no. I, no I, ref, I refuse. I refuse. I'm That's I, You are absolutely wrong on that take. He is He is definitely an all-star this year, and his all of his numbers across the board have improved substantially. His shooting numbers are better. His assist ratio is better. His points per game, everything is better. He is he is an all-star caliber player right now. Brandon right, right now. Looks like a basketball player. He walks like a basketball player, but he's bad at playing one on two. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm, we're gonna he's move on he's doing it a lot better this year. He is doing it he's at so least... good. That's It's a ridiculous statement. Um, I want to see it. Let me see. Let me, let me have a look at something here. Pull up, the, pull up the numbers, dude. Pull up the numbers. Brandon yeah. is legit. He is he's an all-star. very good this year. He's an all-star this year. He's the only, he's, he's the only he's reason. Got a, he's got a negative. He's got a negative. A negative 
defensive box plus minus. Dude, it's one, it's not exclusively on him. And two, they lost the last 13 games His in a row. Vorp is bad too. Dude, he's not that good. I'm sorry. I disagree with you very strongly. Uh, I do have one question. Hit me. Obviously, the Lakers are playing very well this season. They, they, look, they look good. Um, but, okay, LeBron wins a title. Let's yep. just for all intents and purposes. LeBron wins the title in L.A. Is LeBron's legacy still not as good as Kobe's? Does Kobe have a better legacy than LeBron? I think he does. I think Kobe has a better legacy than LeBron. And I, this is not, I'm not, I'm, how, I'm how so? No I just want to hear your argument. Yeah, here, yeah, hear your case. Let me, just, let me hear your LeBron case. just like bouncing all over the place, like all the drama, like all this shit. And don't get me wrong, I know there was a point in time where everybody always says, well, Kobe wanted to go to the Bulls. Yes, I fucking know. But it was he wasn't out there in the media nonstop like LeBron. Con- and I understand it was a different time with <clears> social media, that sort of thing. I get it. But LeBron still makes a lot of headlines. He makes a lot of things about himself. And like, I don't think Kobe, like, really ever did that. Kobe just, like, went out and fucking beat. Like, I think Kobe has a better legacy because he stayed in L.A. He won in L.A. He cemented himself as one of the greatest Lakers of all time, one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Like, to me, that is a better legacy than LeBron. And I'm not trying to say Kobe has more accomplishments or Kobe is a better player. That is not at all what I'm saying. I'm simply saying Kobe's legacy is is better than LeBron's, who's just tarnished by leaving Cleveland, going to Miami, coming back to Cleveland, leaving to go to L.A., doing all that shit. Kobe's legacy is is more – I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but Kobe has a, a better legacy. Here's why I disagree. Wow. Number number one, Kobe was always in the news. Kobe, Kobe was always fighting with Shaq, always fighting with the front office, was a notoriously bad teammate. Uh, uh, okay, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, hold on. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Kobe wasn't making headlines. For, like, Kobe was in the news because he was like fighting with his teammate. LeBron seeks out the media. LeBron seeks out getting his name and, and everything involved, like people talking about him nonstop. Kobe, how, how, does that, how does that affect his legacy in a bad way? None of the press that he gets is bad press. The worst thing that he did was the decision. Sure, I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm just saying, like, I don't. I don't know. Either way, I think Kobe has a better legacy. The title in Cleveland alone gives LeBron a better legacy. He beat the 73 and nine Warriors, um, and the series before did that, the year before, team. did it for his home team when he came back. They were the underdogs, and the season, the the series prior, the year before when Kyrie and Kevin Love went down, he basically averaged a triple double and almost won the series for them in that series. So, like, I I I completely disagree that that Kobe has a better legacy. Kobe was notoriously known as a bad teammate, a selfish teammate, and was like way too intense. LeBron James, across the board, has been a notoriously good teammate. Everybody speaks so highly about his his ability to be a teammate and like create a family environment. Yes, he's hopped around from team to team. This the generation of players that we're in now. Fucking everybody's doing it. There's no loyalty to team anymore because these guys are entrepreneurial now. It's it's not it's no longer about like loyal to the loyalty to the team because that shit doesn't exist anymore. Motherfuckers trade people the year after they play in the playoffs after their sister died. That shit doesn't exist. So like that's just the generation that we play in. LeBron James has never had any negative press outside of the decision. Like Kobe had a lot, including an alleged rape case. Like there's plenty of shit that Kobe did that 
fucks over his his legacy, if you will. LeBron has been nothing but an ambassador to the NBA. Maybe we just whitewash it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The only one, <clears throat> the only one I got is uh, Michael Jordan. That's the only one I could say LeBron would at this point is comparable comparable to. I don't know, man. Le- like Michael Jordan was the the golden child in the NBA when the, in the nineties. Like Davis Stern didn't let anything oh, happen. Yeah. Now. By the way, thank God David Stern didn't die this week. I really didn't feel like talking about that right before. Oh Christmas. yeah, Oof. that would have sucked. Um, stay up. Stay I mean, say, healthy, say what you will about the dude, but. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Remember, remember that uh, time that he tried to drink that water and choked on it? <laughs> <laughs> He's a stupid old man. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> stupid old man. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next topic here, guys. Um, the December fifteenth uh, deadline has passed, so a lot of guys who signed contracts over the offseason are now eligible to be traded. There's a lot of rumors surrounding a lot of players, but the one player that is getting the most talk right now is Kevin Love. Now, Kevin Love was one on one of our preseason uh, episodes when we talked about guys who could get traded this season and who we wanted to see them get traded to. Now that possibility is is coming ever so close um, as there's a lot of rumors. Kevin Love has been very vocal about the fact that he would like to end up in Portland um, and play for a team that has a chance to compete for the playoffs. So I ask you guys, where do you think Kevin Love will end up or who will Kevin Love be suiting up for when this season is over? I don't really – Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't really see him going anywhere. Like, I know there's definitely going to be eventually a team that gets him. Who? There's, but I just can't think who, of any – like, who? Who needs him? Who needs uh, so him, yeah. There's a, there's a couple teams out there that make sense. I would say team number one, Portland actually makes a lot of sense for him. Like, you slide Melo over to the three, which is where he's more comfortable at anyway. It's where he likes playing. You make him the four, stand him next to – and honestly – you may or may not have to trade Hassan Whiteside. So you may also be able to play with a smaller lineup with love at the five and mellow at the four. Who's been a positive for them. They've been better since they signed him. You know, you have McCollum and Dame Lillard and like Kevin love at this point in his career, he's better as a, as the third best player on the team. He, he, he clearly can't lead a team, but he's better as like the third best player on a team. And it's a good opportunity for him. Team number two is the Miami heat. They've got a lot of big contracts. Kelly Olenek, James Johnson, Goran Dragic. I don't. I don't agree with. I. I have some teams that I've. Thought, sorry, go. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I just no, no, you're fine. About, you're fine. You're fine. Go, go, go. The other teams, oddly enough, one of the other teams, and I don't think this ends up happening because I don't. I don't think it really makes sense for this team. But another team that has some contract that they can move to bring him back would be Minnesota. Like that's another team that is they're trying to make a real playoff push. Like to bring him on as your third scorer to put him next to Carmelo or uh, Carmelo Anthony. Like cat, like towns. It, it's it's a possibility. There's also some talk about some trades and some maneuvers that Daryl Morey is doing over in Houston. There's definitely a lot of suitors. Yeah, I actually think two teams that kind of makes the assets and moving people around for this might might be difficult. These two teams, but two teams that actually kind of make sense: the Utah Jazz and the Nets. <laughs> Yeah, the Nets are a hard one, though, man, because they're strapped for cash now. I, I know that. And that's yeah. why I said it, like, get it, the numbers and that sort of thing is difficult. But he makes sense on that roster. Um, both teams need scoring and rebounding, which he does. Um, the Jazz probably make more sense because they have more assets to trade for him. But, like, I, I honestly think the most plausible thing that's been said so far is Minnesota. Yeah, it actually, Minnesota <laughs> does make a lot of sense. It'd be cool to see him return home. 
well, not an actual home, but you know, I was going to say Port- was Portland's home. So Portland's home. <laughs> Portland's <laughs> so that's where he would actually want to go. Um, I honestly, truly, 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 truly believe that Kevin Love needs to get fat again. He was at his <sighs> best when he was fat. Kevin Love. I'm not a, joking. Look, I I agree with and you. And then the guy but, went out and became a Banana Republic model, and he can't I mean, stay healthy. Dude, the guy's a Put dime. Kevin Love is a fucking man. Dime now, dude. Yeah, don't got his shit together. He's out there talking about. He's out there talking about mental health. I love Kevin Love. I who doesn't love Kevin Love? Just the best. Just the best. I I have I have liked Kevin Love since he got drafted and was a chubby white guy from UCLA. Oh, just saying. I I desperately because man, when Kevin Love got drafted was when I was like really big into fantasy basketball and like he was my go to dude. I desperately yeah, he was awesome. I <laughs> I so badly miss fucking twenty five points, thirteen rebounds per game. Kevin Love, that guy was so fun to watch, man. Just drilling it from three, dominating the boards. Um, I will just say this: not that he's guy anymore. Guy, he's a guy that I have for uh, refused to call out for as a as a stat stuffer on a bad team. But he truly was. Because he's a white guy. No. No, I, I honestly think it's just because I like Kevin Love. Like, no, I, I don't get it. Like I get Brandon it. Ingram. I don't like I agree. Brandon, I agree. There there have been plenty of guys who I've I've really enjoyed that were like just they put up gaudy numbers on on bad teams. I agree. But Kevin Love was one guy I just like never called out, you know? Yeah, that's it. I mean, look, and his numbers are not great this season, but also I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, you just called me a racist and like <laughs> Oh, I love it. My favorite sport is a sport. Well, I mean, I pretty much say it's not a sport, but my favorite sport is basketball, which is dominated primarily by black people. Oh man. Uh no, listen, whoever whoever ends up landing Kevin Love, I think I think the Cavs would be stupid not to trade him. Um, that team is so bad. The fact that Darius Garland is leading the team in assists with two point four assists per game right now is it's all you need to know. That team is so bad. They're I, so wait, bad. it says did, right did there I, that Kevin Love's got 2.9. What happened? Oh, look at that. He's back up. It looks like he's maybe, uh, he's maybe, superseded. Maybe he's the he new leader. Maybe he doesn't qualify because he might not have enough given games missed. So, um, dude, I, I just want to say I said that they would be better than the Knicks, and it's pretty fucking close. <laughs> they have the same close. They have the same record. It's bad. Yeah. It's, it's real bad. Really bad. That Cleveland team is bad. Um, and I yeah. was high on the Hawks, and holy hell, do they stink? Yeah, they're yeah, not they came crashing down now, after the start. He, after John Collins, one, after John Collins, shit got bad. Like shit got real bad, and like nobody expected that team to be good defensively. Then you lose John Collins, and you fill his spot with Jabari Parker, who is notoriously bad at. I gotta stop saying notoriously today. He yeah. is well, incredibly he's bad. For saying I don't get paid. To exactly, play exactly. And now you fill John Collins' role with Jabari Parker, and now you have a team that is basically a saloon door. Uh, it is they're they're useless on defense. Jabari Parker stinks. That's so sad for yeah, me. He's I really, good. It's... I really liked him coming I out of college. I wanted him to be good too because he played. So did I. Yeah, Chicago kid, Duke kid. I really had high hopes for him. Anyways, um, I want to put something out there, and I want to ask you guys this question. So I'm going to close a couple tabs here. Is the Eastern Conference better than the Western Conference this year? And I want you guys to take a second before you answer, and I want you to look at the standings as it currently stands. I want you to really think when you look at the teams in the East and the teams in the West, is it possible that the Eastern Conference is actually stronger than the Western Conference this year? I already looked at this uh, a lot. 
Okay. I, uh, I dove into this. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Fuck okay. no. No, it's fucking not. The two top two teams in the East. No. Uh, just like I, I'm sorry, no. The, I'm the, saying top to bottom. I'm not saying I'm not saying just like top eight that are potential playoff teams. I'm saying top to bottom. No, absolutely fucking not. No, no way. Every, There's more shitty teams on the East at the bottom. I would take top to bottom the West a million times. A million. I here's what I would do. I would legitimately bet you my life, my life, that if we played one game, each team one to one matches up. Or like each, like you know, one seed, two seed, three seed, three seed, you know, etc. They all played each other top to bottom. I would bet my life that the West wins. But I without we can a, go over this right now. I think Milwaukee beats the Lakers. Hundred percent with you there. Uh, Clippers beat Boston. Definitely, I agree. I think I think Miami beats Denver. No Which way. I, that is Sorry, that is no that way. is the next topic. Miami here. is I the definitely. Most, Miami is the most overrated team in the NBA right now. Well, okay, so let's uh, since we're on the topic because it's on my agenda anyways. I want to talk about Miami because I completely yeah, disagree. they're hot. They're playing. Good. They're, they're playing well. Completely disagree with you. I think that that team is so incredibly underrated with the people that they have on that team and the. The numbers that they've put up this season, Jimmy Butler is leading that team. They're getting production from rookies. Like, even guys like Myers Leonard are contributing to that team. And, like, this team is probably going to make a deal before the trade deadline is up. There's a lot to be said about this Miami team. They are much, much better than any of us thought they were going to be going into this season. And I think they are a real competitor in these. Bam out of bio is, I mean, he is blowing up this season. Like, potentially, like, most, imp- I mean, Luca kind of took that one, but like probably yeah. second in most improved player of the year already are, are is, is Bam out of bio. I mean, he is that team is really, really, really good. I, I feel free to rebuttal, but like I I I think that that Miami team is very, very good. And I would say that like the East East and West is like pretty fucking close. And if you gave me the nine through ten or like the seven through ten in the east versus the seven through ten in the west, just that. Like obviously it's very top heavy in the West. But if you gave me yeah. seven through ten, I gotta I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, man. Like I like Charlotte and fucking and fucking Orlando more than I like fucking Phoenix and Minnesota. Like No I way, do. dude. I'm sorry. I root for Orlando and Phoenix is better. Than Orlando? No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. DeAndre Ayton comes back. Do you, are, do you realize that he's been suspended for 25 games? I'm well aware. I'm well aware. Oh, uh, yeah. It's not they, time for him to come back, they, isn't it? Dude, no. They they play each other. The Western teams have to play each other more than they play teams from the East. It's That's honestly – it's it's not – I'm sorry. There's just no way. No, man. There's some fun, there's some fun teams in the East. The wheels are going to fall fun. I, it, Jay, if you go there back, my, yes, I will not my scorecard's 8-7 Western eight. Conference over Eastern. There's 15 well, – Let's talk about the Heat for a second. I want to go talk back. about. No, no, no. I want to see, go back. We'll go back. We'll go back. I'm fi- I've been fired up the last two times we've done this. I don't know why. <laughs> I like it. I like. I like that we're fighting a little bit. This is. I've been having some stressful days at work lately, so like. So this, this is your outlet. Out on the podcast. <laughs> I love you both. I I want you to know that. I care about both of you. This is his outlet. This is his outlet. Fucking start onboarding people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm projecting. I'm projecting. I'm, I'm God sorry. damn it. I'm sorry for yelling at you this at is... work. Jay got me real riled up on the fucking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Last night I was talking about the Miami Heat and we got into a real heated argument. Pun intended. I'm very sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Uh, <laughs> All right. Look so at So look. It. 
Milwaukee beats Lakers. Clippers beats Boston. My I'm again just for me. Miami beats Denver. I'm with I got you. Ter- I got Toronto over Dallas. I agree. I got Houston over Philly. I know Jay, you probably don't agree me. with that. I'm, I I'm, Houston I'm, I'm not taking. I'm not taking Toronto over Dallas. The Dallas over Toronto. No, that's Toronto. I just good. watched Dallas knock off the Bucks without fucking Luca. That's true. They played well. I think they did play well. I think the also think the Bucks let off the gas for a second. I think. I'm sorry. Pacers... I watched K, K or uh, I watched Kristaps Porzingis fucking bang a three in Giannis's face from the <laughs> fucking logo. From the logo. That's true. He stepped into it, no hesitation, pulled it, bang. Mike Breen, bang. That's fine. I still think Toronto's better than Dallas. I just do. Yeah. I, I think that defensively, that Toronto team is phenomenal. Very and good. also, another thing on the Eastern, like in the Eastern Conference, Indiana is really good, and Victor Oladipo has not come back yet. They are 19 and 9. DeMontis Sabonis is putting up all star numbers. Mal- Malcolm Brogdon is putting up all star numbers. That team is very, very solid. Yeah. No Victor Oladipo. Okay, so I've decided to rescind my original offer that I would bet my life. Because, um, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, looking at it and thinking about it again. But, like, the Hornets are not better than Portland. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. Oh, that that Hornets team like, real quick. Orlando surprisingly and Sacramento, fun. it would be a very interesting matchup because those are – I still think Orlando wins that one, though. I, got, I also got Brooklyn over OKC. Yeah, and I have but fucking Detroit over Phoenix. Like, the list goes on and on. But then this no, is where we go time. to losses. And then Minnesota, you talk about the Bulls. San Antonio, <laughs> Memphis, and New Orleans are all beating their counterparts. I disagree. Atlanta New Orleans be, is I bad. Think... New Orleans is bad. The Cavs are historically bad. Yeah, yeah that's the, fair. The, the Cavs pretty, are fucking they're pretty, trash. They're pretty fucking close. I think Atlanta beats Golden State. I think I think that as well. And for me, and I think Phoenix beats Detroit, and that's why it's 8-7 West. So if you think – if we're all pretty much the same on the rest of it, then it's eight seven east for you, which yeah. is nice. Pariety or whatever. Parody, buddy. Parody. Pariety. <laughs> I you know what? I was watching uh, actor. They're usually not very smart. <laughs> I was watching uh Pirate of the Caribbeans. Oh, it's <laughs> my favorite movie, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's good. Um, can we can we talk about can we talk about Miami for a little bit here? I would like Come to talk on. about them because they're playing I, well. I I truly believe that this team is smoking mirrors. Is I under I agree with you I, more. I think they're incredibly underrated, man. Eric Spolter continues to coach his ass off. This team is eighth in offensive rating, tenth in defensive rating. Uh, I mean, like they are tenth in points uh, opponents versus a game, eleventh in points per game. They are playing super, super well. Again, they're getting contributions from everybody, from Kendrick Nunn, from Ke- fucking – who the fuck is Duncan Robinson? Does anybody know who that is? I never heard of him. He had fucking seven threes the other night. Um, they don't have Drogic or James Johnson or Justice Winslow right now, and they continue they continue to play super, super well. Jimmy Butler's having another all-star season. Bam Adebayo is having arguably an all-star season. I want to talk about him next. You know, Justice Winslow's having a good season. Kendrick Nunn, Goran, like across the board, they're getting contributions and they're going to make a move. They have very movable contracts. There is a move to be made here by this team that could potentially, here's another potential trade target. If you're Miami, go get Drew Holiday. 
that team is falling apart, and we'll talk about them later. No, that don't. Team you is know, falling no, 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 apart. What do you need? No, nobody needs Drew Holiday. Why I'm not? Because he's a fucking mediocre. He's having a worse season than Evan uh, Fournier. And I have not, to watch Evan Fournier. No, fuck that. No. no. Drew fuck. Holiday is a very good defensive basketball player, is a good point guard. If you put him next to Jimmy in that front court, like, just – you're replacing him with Gordon Drogic. Like, you're taking Gordon Drogic's minutes and you're giving them to Drew Holiday, who is a far better point guard. Far better than Gordon Drogic. Like, not even close. At this, at this I point mean, in their careers, he's yeah. far better than Goran Dragic. There, there are, I think, in my life, like few players that I've ever seen that had a mostly mediocre career and one just unbelievable season, causing everybody to freak out and talk about how good they were more than Goran Dragic. That's true. That's true. Very, I'm, very, very, very mediocre career. Very just like every man type of career, Houston, Phoenix. I, I truly believe that most teams just wanted him because his nickname is the dragon. The dragon. Although, you know, I'm looking at his numbers. Actually, he's, you know, better. Than, I guess he's had, he's, he hasn't had a bad career, but he's like, a very average player. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's not there's, great. There's he's, nothing that he does. He's a good role, man. There's nothing. Yeah. He, he averages like 15 a game. I mean, that's solid. Well, 17, his career averaged 14, but like, yeah, uh, with Miami, 20, 17, 14, 16, he's averaged 16 a game. And, and keep, yeah, I mean, like, he's he's not bad. He's good for that team. I want you guys to also keep in mind. Can I say this, though? We're talking about how mediocre he is, right? He has the same VORP as Brandon Ingram. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> here's, here's what you fail to realize is Brandon Ingram's team is disastrous. That impacts that. His team is terrible. No, no, no. You're thinking of D, of, uh, of, uh, you're thinking of, um, of uh, defensive box plus minus. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about VORP. VORP is a box score estimate of the points per 100 team possessions that a player contributed above a replacement level, which is negative 2.0 player, translated to an average team and prorated to an 82-game season. Multiply by 2.7 to convert to wins over replacement. Now, let me explain something to you. His VORP is 0.2. Brandon Ingram's VORP is 0.2. They are... The same player, and you are sitting here telling me that Goran Dragic is mediocre. They are not, they are not the same player. I, it's a ridiculous. Again, yes, Vorp is how you would compare it to a replacement player relative to the team that you are on. It is relative to the team that you are on. I'm gonna be honest with you. I just hate Brandon Ingram. I know so that it's ridiculous because yes, Goran Dragic is the replacement player. Exactly. It really exactly. Thank you. It's ridiculous. It's relative to the team that they play on. Goran Dragic's team is 20 and 9. Fucking Brandon Ingram's team just lost 13 games in a row. Yes, they're 7 and 22 in case you wanted some clarity. They're terrible. They're terrible. That's real bad. I do want to talk about Bam Adebayo though because yeah, he's he is having a very real coming out season. <laughs> And looks at these adorable window screens. Aren't they cute? They're like sleeping. What, 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 is this some extension that makes like Chrome windows fall asleep until you go back to them? It does. Yeah, it's I called. Uh, I gotta. I forget the name. I'll have to get back to you on that. It's just like a little window, just like oh, sorry, I was just taking a nap. But I guess if you want to start working again, yeah, we <laughs> and, can do that. Isn't it adorable? Isn't it adorable? So um, wild. So again, Bam Adebayo is is having a a phenomenal, phenomenal season. The best season of his career thus far. He was a very promising player coming out of Kentucky, but I didn't see this coming from him. I mean, 58% from the field, 15 and a half points per game, uh, 10.6 rebounds per game. He 
handles the ball really well. Like he is a really good playmaker as a big man, but is also a rim runner is a defensive stopper at 1.3 blocks per game. Like is, is really a defensive stalwart and, and a linchpin for this young heat team. Like the combination of him, Tyler hero and Jimmy Butler sports talk buzzwords. I was hoping nobody would catch that last one. Once I said linchpin, I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm in my bag. I'm in my bag right now. Stalwart out there. And then I was like, bro, I'm in the wrong line. I'm I'm pretty sure I've heard Stephen A. Smith say this exact. He said, now let me tell you something. (laughs) Bam at a bio is a dear dear friend of mine <laughs> i had dinner with him and his wife just tuesday night and bam Adebayo is a defensive stalwart he is the linchpin of that miami heat defense you are weirdly good at that That was really i'm impressed i'm impressed <laughs> i watched was... a lot of first take in college clearly, clearly. Okay, i, I can tell it, but i watched a lot <laughs> so my question to you guys is is Bam out of bio going to make the all-star team this year and do you think he has a potential chance of winning most improved player no uh, and no winning, yeah no to both um the all-star game maybe the coaches he there's a there's a slim maybe chance, very slim he's um, the second best player on the miami heat right now and they're, they're number three in the eastern conference when you when you look at the other teams that are in that conference there aren't a lot of guys at center specifically. Look, man, I'm going to tell you right now, Nick Vucevic eh. has had a hell of a time making the all-star game, even as a coach's pick. And he's put up better numbers in seasons than Bam Adebayo. I'm on just a, saying. On a, I'm, I'm, on a shit team and playing zero defense. I don't care. I'm just saying. The, my, my point stands. Now, the, the center position is not anyway, very, the, the center position a, is a, not very heavy normal, this year. In a, in a normal year, I would advocate for maybe a chance for most improved player, but I mean, well, there's a, there's a, um, there's a Croatian guy. Croatian? Is he Croatian? Uh, who? Uh, what is Luka? No, Luka. Oh, Luka is um um. Oh my God, he's uh, Slovenian. He's yeah. Is that right? I don't believe you. Yeah, he's Slovenian. I'm googling. <laughs> Go ahead. He's Slovenian. But yeah, Luka Doncic is winning it this yeah, year. You know what I was thinking yeah, of? I was thinking of fucking Mario Azonia. Anyway. No, wrong man. If there wasn't a Slovenian basketball player in Dallas putting up, uh, honestly, an MVP-level season following a tremendous Rookie of the Year campaign in which he has somehow managed to elevate his game significantly and his team is in the playoff race, then sure, Bam Adebayo would be in contention for most improved player. But unfortunately, I think the same guy that wins most improved player might win MVP. So, <laughs> kind of difficult for your boy here. I, I hope that they wouldn't do that, but I it's it's hard to argue against it. I also um, love Bam Adebayo. Number one, dope name. Number two, guy looks like he's having a blast when he's playing the game. Dude, he's fun to watch too, man. Yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun so to watch. he's so explosive, and like I said, like he handles the ball well. He's a good playmaker. Like they can give him the ball at the top of the key and kind of like run that through game. Him. Uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, I believe Miami versus uh, versus the Sixers. It was oh, yesterday yeah. or two days ago, but that was I a good was, game, yeah. and he he played very well in that. He continues to do so, man. And like you know, they got him and Jimmy running kind of like like a, like a nice two man game. You know that team's that team. The other thing about that team and why I like them so much is they are that team was well put together. What they did was is they they looked at the sum of their parts and they filled that team with shooters. You draft Tyler Hero, you bring in Myers Leonard, you bring in this Duncan Robinson kid. Kids, dudes that can just stretch the floor like a motherfucker, 
around guys like Duncan Jimmy Robinson Butler. was legit at Michigan. I just want to say, you don't know who he is. but he was I don't there. know who he is, but, I, I mean, look, that motherfucker hit like six three-pointers the other night and uh, yeah, he's, playing, is, he's, he's having well. a solid season. Um, all right, last topic of the night, and we've talked about this team quite a bit tonight, so what better way to close this motherfucking podcast than to talk about <sighs> the fledgling New Orleans Pelicans. Guys, fledgling. They, they stink. We were wrong. You are in your sports caster I'm bag, in my bag son. I'm in my bag, dude. God. I got it. Do I'm you a- have any fun nicknames that you would like to say? Oh, any buddy. catchphrases? Any Brand- whoop? Anything like that? <laughs> whoop. That's good. Um, yeah, little, I'll come up with some monikers and shit. Whatever the fuck you want to say. I don't know. Guys, um, we were so Actually, wrong. hold on. Before you get into this, we're talking catchphrases, sportscaster catchphrases. I am pissed, pissed that neither of you liked my tweet when that girl was sitting behind the scores table and did this. <laughs> and, like, did the, the little thing. I think it – I don't even remember who the player was in front of It was of Lou Williams. Oh, it was that's the I think Lou Williams. And I – oh, that was from – I do remember seeing that last year. Yeah, that week. was last year. That Either was way, year. I quote tweeted it, and I said, Mama, there goes that man again, and nobody liked it. I liked it. I retweeted it. <laughs> yeah, you did. We know you did. I don't think I noticed that tweet. If I'm being honest. on Twitter, Nikki, you bum. <laughs> yeah, he's really not. He's really not. I almost am never on it. Oh man. Um. Good lord. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> how are we so wrong about this team? We're so wrong. They, lo- they looked like so much fun. I'll tell you how why we're not. wrong. I'll, let me. Can I tell you why we're wrong? Please. Because we thought that Zion last Williams year's Lakers, Lakers, without LeBron but with Zion Williamson, would somehow be good. Oh, and J.J. Redick, which, I mean, to be fair, that does make a lot of That's sense. That's a big reason. It adds a lot, you know. Well, Derek Favors, like, they added some interesting no, pieces no, to this team. This team stinks. We were rooting for last year's Lakers. We thought last year's Lakers <laughs> were going to be good. We knew better. But you know what? We wanted them to be good. We Man. did, except for fucking Brandon Ingram. Fuck you, Brandon Ingram. We wanted them to be good. <laughs> and he's the only one who became good. Honestly, I was, let me say this. It, the fact that I hate Brandon Ingram should be astounding to you guys because I love Duke. But I hate Brandon Ingram. Um, this mm-hmm. team is just really, 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 really bad. Like, I'm looking at this roster right now. Who the fuck on this team plays defense? Who? Drew Holler. Drew Holiday. Okay. Great. Thank That's you. It. And oh, and Lonzo. Lonzo is actually a very good, yeah, he's good. above I'm average. Sick of fucking hearing what a good defense. He Lonzo is. Ball is Alfred Payton. They are the same player. It's fine. I look, I my the, the Lonzo Ball train has sailed. I have I have lost yeah, faith in him. I have I have zero more I have zero belief in him as a and also an caliber. I'm, I'm just waiting for the annoying I, ball to start. I disagree. I he is a an above average defender on the perimeter and is an above average passer beyond that he does nothing else he does nothing else and it's really it's really disappointing man like for a number two pick yeah super super disappointing i mean he's gonna end up being a backup point guard in the next two years johnson sure yeah but like there was jackson hayes is also not too bad on the block he's He's got some internet like look Derek favors sucks that was it that clearly did not work out credit to lonzo ball he has four Point zero vorp. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at that. So he is a replacement player. Yeah, he, he, he is. I mean, look, 
Drew Holiday's having a good season. He's going to, he's like, now here's the question. Do they trade him or do they hold on to him? Because Zion's supposed, well, Zion is kind of on the fence. There's reports saying that like, based on how the season's gone thus far, they may just sit him out the entire season. There's reports saying that, hey, you know what? They're going to come. Why in the fuck would you play him? Oh, I agree. I agree. I think had, because they started off the season at like seven and nine. And then they lost fucking 13 games in a row. Like, had they been able to stay just below 500, it makes sense to bring him back because that guy gives you a yeah. spark and you could potentially find yourself in the A seed. Now you lose 13 games in a row. I agree with Tad. Like, why? there's no fucking point. This season's nope. done. This, this team is terrible. Like, it, it would shock me if by the end of the trade deadline, Drew Holiday and J.J. Redick are still on this team. I would hope specifically for J.J. that he is no longer on this roster at the trade deadline because I want him to make the playoffs this year i can't have that not happen i I, throw him to los angeles i think there's a chance he ends up back in orlando i would love to see it i really would be cool i I thought there was a chance of him signing with them in the offseason i thought that was a real chance allegedly they weren't willing to offer as much money as new orleans did. which of course which is and and that makes sense that makes sense they throw a lot of weird money around that's 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 besides the point the other question is um how much longer is, does Alvin Gentry have in terms of a leash? Oh, God, that guy's he's fired. He's, he's got to be, right? At he's going to be the season. next one to be fired. Oh, yeah. It's oh, I not think it's going to happen in the middle of the season. You think it'll happen yeah. soon? We, we ain't waiting until the end of the man. season, baby. He gone. Damn, dude. He gone. You know what? This is what they're going to do. And they should have known he's hey. You know why? Because he comes from the Terry Porter coaching tree. <laughs> <laughs> five more games. I gave him five more games. It's bad. I mean, look, they won last night against Minnesota, but like 13 games in a row, man. Good God. They're fucking they're 27 didn't, defensive didn't. rating. Fucking fifth in uh, fucking or in a 29th in opponent points per game. Like this is such a bad team. They're so bad. Yeah. I did not see this happening. Friendly reminder yeah, that, that was, Terry, Terry Porter is uh, still alive. He is still alive. In case the listeners were wondering, we did I, confirm that a couple I'd episodes like to ago. Check it. I truly, I know we talked about this on an episode. But I, I don't know why he is my random NBA guy that I think about so, so frequently. <laughs> like, I, I truly, on a daily basis, wonder what Terry Porter is doing. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, shout out to JJ Redick shooting 46. what you're doing. Yeah, I know. I was about oh, to say. Damn. Yeah. Four, and, like, seven attempts a game. That's no joke. Like, fucking 46% nice. from three. That's good. And, like, look. I don't know what you were talking about, Ted. Drew Holiday's having a solid season. He's shooting 34% from three, which he's not a three-point shooter. He's fine. 43%, like 1.7 steals, 19.4 points a game. He's going to get traded, which is free throw percentage is a little bit higher. Sorry, I was I was looking at Terry uh, uh, Terry Porter's Wikipedia page. Maybe. <laughs> but of course. <laughs> but of course. Um, but like while I was doing that, I'm also pulling this up. So, um, that'll look, see here, shall we? Uh, can you go back to Drew Holiday's stats? Oh, there they are. Okay. Uh, can we go back to his stats? Okay. So he's averaging 19 points a game. Okay, Evan Fournier, 19.8 points per game. Um, how many steals do he average in 1.7? Okay, 1. Evan 7. Fournier, 8.9. Uh, assists per game, 6.6. Evan Fournier, 3.3. But Drew Holiday is a point guard. Uh, averaging about the same amount of rebounds. Uh, no, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, he's averaging more. Um, but meanwhile... Uh, Who's he? Uh, Drew Holiday is averaging more, but uh, Evan Fournier is also shooting 48% from the floor and 43% from three. Um, he's doing things at a much more efficient rate, has a better free throw percentage. Dude, Drew Holiday, will people get off this fucking train? I like Drew Holiday. I like him yeah. as a person. He is Very an good. average basketball player. He is no better than Goran Dragic. I'm sorry. No. 
Yeah. A lot of Goran Dragic comparisons today. It's crazy. He's we're Jay, really getting on that I, Goran. Jay, I, I truly, I, I feel like on a, on an average podcast, you and I, uh, I, I equally sort of agree with takes from both of you guys. This is, I think, our most adversarial podcast because I, I have disagreed with you on pretty much everything, and I'm not trying yeah, to be yeah. mean. No, no, I'm I get not it. Trying to be I rude, but you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you for putting it lightly. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You're my Puerto Rican princess. Oh, you got to stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, this team is terrible. I Drew Holiday is still very much a top-of-the-line defensive player in this NBA. Is still a, a a very much above-average point guard in the NBA. And on a, and a team that is on a, on a serviceable NBA team, I mean, not just – just two years ago – Two years ago, he was a part of the team that fucking swept the Trailblazers out of the first round. Like, not that long ago. He's still only 29. There's a lot still to remain in his NBA career if he's fortunate enough to get out of fucking New Orleans. I'll tell you where I would love to see him. Can't stay healthy. It's, it's, he has in the last couple of years. He's, he's played all, right. all seven games this season. Um, that being said, click, click it, click it I would love to see him back in Philadelphia. Click Just it, put it out there. Just click it up. Just I would clicking. love, 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 love to see him in Philadelphia. Oh, you'd love to see him in the city of brotherly love? Yeah, well, that's, that's what he got drafted. I mean, is that like homoerotic? I, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I want to be clear. But like, I mean, like, this is like dudes like just love each other. I don't like, think it. I don't know that it's that. I don't know that it's that. Well, you know, I mean, to each their own. I think Whatever. it meant like more familiar. I mean, look, last couple of seasons. Familial? 65 games. Uh, not great. No, no, no. You're, 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 you're looking at his. Uh, his um, Dan, games are down. Yeah, you you, you yeah, got to start at the bottom here, homie. So well, that's that's fine. 67, 81, 81, sure. Sure. Yeah. But 67, 65, 40, 34. I mean, your boy can't stay healthy. Now, yeah, those aren't great. Here, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You guys have to remember that that game that season, the both the 40 game season and the 65 game season, Part of it was injury, but a larger part of it was due to the fact that his wife had a brain tumor and he was out for personal reasons. Oh, cry! It's true. I'm his, just his, his, his I'm wife, just his wife had an, like a potentially inoperable brain tumor. She almost died, so the team basically granted him the ability to like not play the majority of that season, so he could deal with his wife's illness. Did so, she, like, did she die? No, she's alive. She survived. No, she's cool. She survived. But like. We have that's, to that's very, that's, that's remember nice. that. It wasn't that long ago. Like Part of the reason why he hasn't been able to play that much during his time in New Orleans is heavily weighed upon the fact that his wife was sick. Like His wife was yeah. sick in a real way. Um, I don't know, man. Look, you look at the last three seasons of Drew Holiday, 19, 21, 19.4. It's the best three seasons of his entire career. He's still very much an above-average point guard and like borderline all-star. I, I just I, – I don't. I, I can't. Same with Brandon Ingram. I won't. I mean, Brandon Ingram's having a career year in all categories, despite the fact that this team is terrible. It's not a direct correlation to the season that Brandon Ingram is having. He is absolutely an all-star this year and is another candidate for most improved player. Like, he is fired. Not going to get it, but a candidate. No, again, thanks, Luca. But, like, firing on all cylinders and shooting well across the board. Across the board, for nearly 40% from three. 
Are we talking about he, Brandon Ingram? Yes, of course we are. I yeah. tune, I've been tuning you out. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, oh I'm man. sorry. I was reading uh, Drew Holiday's uh, personal life uh, Wikipedia page. I thought he was Darren Collison and asked for his autograph. <laughs> <laughs> she said, don't worry, you're cuter than Darren is. And, oh, then, uh, and, then, uh, and then he DM'd her and said, you trying to get the pipe? <laughs> Oh man! What, uh, dude? Yeah, look, man, you can talk about fucking Brandon Ingram all you want, man. I don't I care. I hate, I hate all right. Well, anything else we want to talk about today, guys? It's all Brandon right. Ingram. Who was that guy? Oh man, who was that dude that looks stoned all the time? Played for the Celtics, Marquise um... oh, Brown. No, was it Marquise Brown? <laughs> yeah, it might have been actually. <laughs> Brandon almost, kinda, almost too obvious. He kind of looks like Marquise Brown. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> let me see. Let me. Let me... I yeah I don't know I do not remember what he looks like I remember that name that name rings a bell I think I know I what you're talking know. about Marcus Banks no not Marcus Banks hold on 2009 Celtics Nikki is there anything else we want to talk about today Marquise Daniels that's it Marquise oh. Brown oh I do remember that now Marquise Brown plays with the Baltimore that, Ravens man. you're right. Um, okay, that, I see. I don't remember that much about football. That explains what that name sounds. He's got familiar. that gold chain that was like that diamond chain that was just literally just his face. Can you Google that <laughs> just real quick? That's a good thing to end on. All right, let's 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 look let's for it. Pull it up, Quiz. Let's take a look at the tape. It's uh, there's no e. Just a heads up. Oh really? Shit. It's, it's Q U I S. Hmm. Whatever. We're already there. Now search diamond chain. You got you got to add diamond chain. I got it. I'm no, gonna hold get on. there. No, go back to the chain Google. Chain of the machine. diamond. See, so you learned how to work the Google on the internet machine. Marcus Daniels. See the hey. thing, the thing about a diamond about a diamond chain is no, don't click into his Wikipedia. Page. I didn't mean to. I double clicked too fast. <laughs> too fast. Too fast. We're getting back. All right. Come on, Grandpa. Hurry it up. God damn it, you guys. I hate you. Search. Search. Let's click. Click the search bar. Search bar. Oh my god! If I didn't know it was gonna take this long, I just told you not to do it. It's diamond, not gold. Diamond chain. I'm typing with one hand, man. Stop beating off. I'm holding my microphone. <laughs> so he's clearly holding my. I'm like literally, you can see my fingers. Uh, I've typed right, a lot of times one. in my life with one hand, and they don't take this long. <laughs> no, nah, at this point I'm just leaving. Right there, twentieth dumbest purchases. Oh, there it is. oh my god! Oh, oh, no. yes, there it is. Oh no, 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 no. Wait, what do we have to Google for this again? Marquis Daniels Diamond Chain. Okay, cool. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> That's good. Face chain. Oh man, that is awful. And with that. Let's plug and let's get the fuck out of here. Follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. I'm going to the bar. I'll be at Waterhouse uh, on North Polina Street. So if you're trying to come through and drink with me, feel free. Now you won't hear the spell tomorrow, so I won't be there. But you can come through if you want to anyway. <laughs> All right, Nikki, why don't you plug? Uh, you follow me at Nikki Palooza. Bucks, right. Bucks are up 93.81.
Deer Noise. Kill them. Let's go, Bucks. All right. And uh, you can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow NBA at NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please don't forget to give the podcast a five star rating and review. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. it helps us get in the rankings, it helps people find us. People will find us. They will love us. We'll hear Tad and I argue. And they'll just become they'll just become loyal fans, and then you know we'll we'll travel the world and see you guys in person, talk about basketball. That's a pipe dream. But who gives a fuck? All right. Uh, hey, for real quick, I just noticed something. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just noticed something. The the chain on his hair for this fucking face medallion he has is actual chains. And one of the pictures someone used a rubber band to put it up in a ponytail. No longer the worst purchase. Coolest fucking purchase in the world. Oh god. All right. Well, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA, and we're out. Bye bye. Bye.